Welcome to the new Earth Architectress, where we'll be exploring together what is an architectress? What is the new Earth? And how is the evolution in consciousness paving the way for your leading role in architecture? I'm your host, Aisha Rose Melody Hassan, and I'm so excited to share with you what's possible when you lead a prospering design practice aligned with spirit and your divine calling. If you're a woman architect or designer who's hearing a deep call to take your stand as an ancient temple builder of the future, welcome. Now is the time and we are the ones. Hello, hello, good morning. It's morning for me. I have been at a very, very beautiful place in the ancient city of Ephesus. And in fact, I am now doing this podcast recording from my deluxe hotel room at the beautiful Ephesus retreat. I have this gorgeous panoramic view of the ancient city of Ephesus right in front of me from my hotel room from my balcony and we are in the the, the high hills mountains uh, of this ancient region and it is my absolute delight to be broadcasting from from this location and uh, uh, providing you with the um, taste a, a taste of the uh, experience that um, you can, uh, yeah, the, the, the providing you with a taste of the experience um, of the energies here, of the energies here. Uh, today, I am excited to talk to you about some of the information that I have received at the Temple of Artemis at the ancient site. Uh, it is one of the seven wonders of the world, this, this sacred site. And uh, it is, it has, it was being, it had been built over time, starting with a, a smaller um, original temple, which then grew and grew and grew as um, years uh, went by. Um, it is a temple from ancient Greece and um, antiquity, and um, it is a temple that is dedicated to the goddess of Artemis. Artemis is one of the manifestations of the goddess, and she has a very different quality than the, the Artemis of the wilderness. And she is represented by the, the symbol of the bee, the bumblebee. Um, I have been encountering, there have been beautiful synchronicities during my visits to, to Ephesus with the bee. And I, uh, for the second time, encountered crossed paths with a dead bee on the floor or the ground uh, prior to going to this temple. And uh, this time around, I I offered the bee for um, you know a land offering ceremony uh, that I did on the site the first time I arrived uh, uh, this time around. 
So the B and um, and many other, she's also represented by many other um, aspects of nature. The quality uh, when you when you visit this temple, it you receive this beautiful, beautiful, quite large um, uh, uh, wave of energy that uh, that's about abundance, fertility. Um, it, it it holds you well, uh, like the mother. Um, there's also a very, very powerful creative life force energy emanating from this site. And it is, it is a creative life force energy that is, is very new. It's old and it's new. Um, you know, the site has been in many ways dormant um, while you can, you know, for those who are really um, who are intuits, who are seers, who are feelers, who are knowers. Of course, you can always tap into certain energetic aspects of these of ancient sites of temples. But this one in particular, um, from what I've uh, felt into and what uh, a, um, a friend of mine has also felt into is that the the temple is is awakening and it's up to those who hear the call to awaken it to to go to this temple to uh, activate it it's it's as though we are bringing in a force of consciousness of light into the waters of the sacred temple into the waters of this sacred temple, um, penetrating, penetrating these waters. So she, she, um, she becomes alive. She is enlivened. And through that co-creation between your consciousness, your love, your compassion, your willingness to, to uh, enter into this, this mystery, then something starts to be activated. And I'm just, I'm in my joy. I am feeling juicy. I am feeling in my flow. Things are flowing with such perfect divine timing. And I am so nourished in a way that uh, accomplishing tasks that were overwhelming me in the past weeks are are um falling together it extremely uh easily without any stress uh i'm completing uh work for clients and for my team that uh, in in such a fluid way that um you know i'm like okay am i really working <laughs> Am I working? Um, am I uh, or am I on vacation? And you know the the goal, and I've accomplished it, is to have a uh, this lifestyle where I get to work from these gorgeous places 
where I get to work from nature, where I get to work from these sacred sites. And really it's play, it's play. And income is flowing into my bank account as, I, um, as I'm in my joy, as I'm in my adventures. So back to this sacred site, I have a deep, deep connection with this place. And I, you know, the messages that this temple is transmitting to you right now is that there is a force, this creative force that can be activated within you to open up your larynx, to open up your voice, your, uh, your, in many ways, what I'm hearing is your manifestation center, the word the word has power, right? In the beginning was the word and the word was with God and a God was the word, et cetera, in the, in the Genesis, right? Um, in the beginning was the word and the word was with God and a God was the word. This was in the beginning with God. It was there where everything came into existence. Nothing came into existence without the word. In words was life, and the life was the light of mankind. In this temple, there were sacred rites being performed for the priests and priestesses. And um, they were given tools energetic tools to, to experience the, this, this eternal life force. Of course, there are many, many other details to the process, which I'm not uh, educated in. Um, Rudolf Steiner has some, some good lectures on the temple of Artemis. Uh, and it's, and, and, and the general, um, point in humanity's evolution of uh, the time of the time of the Ephesians, the Ephesus. He did say that humanity was at its climax in many ways of embodying the human form. And it was a it was a culture that is kind of what I'm getting, what I'm receiving, although he didn't say that directly, is that it's like this endless spring season, this culture. And I'm moving my arms for, for those of you who are watching the, the YouTube video. Uh, and if you haven't subscribed to my YouTube channel, please do so. Um, the, the, this emanating uh, vitality movement, okay? This vitality movement. And they were at a climax of this beautiful bridge between masculine and feminine, spirit and matter. Masculine and feminine, spirit and matter. And there's a union there, a union. And when the, you find that sweet spot in, in evolution, in your personal evolution or the collective's evolution, then great works of art emerge. Um, healing occurs on a wide scale. Portals open 
to connect with spirit like never before. Nature and humanity become one and connected. And of course, I'm not saying every single aspect of the, you know, the, the culture of Ephesus is perfect or whatever, but there's this as a general um, flow of humanity's evolution, it was one of the high times. And the goddess was revered. The waters were revered. There are fountains in front of the temple sites, in front of the, the public buildings of, the, of ancient Ephesus. And they have only uncovered a certain part of it. And it's a pretty large temple site, uh, ancient site, which is actually separate from the temple of Artemis. They chose to build the temple of Artemis in a different location. You, you, uh, you'd, you have to drive to go to the main center of, of Ephesus, which is overlaid by Roman um, constructions. So the, the original ancient Greek impulses sometimes get, they, they feel that as though they're a bit covered up on the, in the main site. But going back to the temple of Artemis, yes, the goddess is present, but she's calling you to speak your truth there. She's calling you to activate your intuition, your feminine power, your, your capacity to see energy on a whole new level, experience energy on a whole new level. And she's got keys and codes for you there to, to build the future architecture. And it's very linked. This place is very linked to the star beings, the cosmos, uh, and of course, as well with, the, with, with Mother Gaia. In fact, you know, Artemis is an aspect of Mother Gaia, right? One of the, the sculptures, the, the statues rather, of Artemis of, of Ephesus is this incredible being with many breasts, um, without nipples actually, uh, but it, so it reminds me also of an insect's belly, uh, but it's all about this ever flowing, ever um, growing force of creation and juiciness. Uh, and then of course she's got a lot of, she's got the bee, in, um, carved into her she, there's a bull-like animal down on her her leg skirt um and some other animals as well and she's got this temple sculpted on her head which is pretty wild and you know if you tune into that energy these this, and they're like a few of them built onto each other, creating this um, this head head structure, headdress, um, hat, if you want to call it that as well. And but it, it, it in its verticality, it connects her to spirit. And the you know it's it really brings you back to the importance 
of building your temple within. And that these structures are here right now being awakened, activated. If you hear the call, because we need you to come to activate these, these sacred sites. Uh, now, when I say that, it doesn't mean every single sacred site needs to be activated. I don't want to I don't want you to misinterpret this as a, a, a large swooping statement. This is specifically the information that I'm receiving from Artemis at the temple, uh, the, that specific temple. And um, she's not going to let just anyone in. It's those who, who are here to, to, to build the new world. And to receive, be open to receiving the messages of the goddess. And be willing to, to build your inner temple as well. Because when we're not building our inner temple, then we, we don't have the, the, the correct energetic configuration structure to receive her messages not saying it has to be perfect my inner temple is still under construction <laughs> okay still under construction so doesn't have to be perfect and so there's something also about the speaking your truth activating uh, you could call it the you know the the kundalini activation there's this whoosh whoosh force verticality that wants to open you up and turn you into this flower that's blooming and i i think of these trumpeting flowers now that are expressing a song and that this song is your new way of practicing architecture, your new way of communing with the land. And so there, I have, I have many um, clients who enter into this work with a lot of fears about being ostracized or, um, being ostracized by their colleagues or the architecture profession. They're scared about talking about spirit with, with their clients. And um, I, hear, I hear them. I hear you, if that's you as well. I was, I was in that position as well. But at the, there's an urgency here. There's an urgency. And if you do have spiritual gifts, you know you're meant for something bigger. You know you're meant to, to make an impact on this planet. There's an urgency because there are powers, um, forces uh, on this earth that have a lot of influence that are pulling us away from our humanity, pulling, um, distorting overlaying the god the goddess um chopping her into pieces 
um, actually the temple of Artemis, there's not much left. And it, a lot of its pieces were transported to other locations to build other temples. Uh, it, it went through a flood and it also went through a fire. And I'm not someone who's like a romantic, um, yeah, I, I'm, I'm not saying that the temple has to be put back together right now. I'm still investigating what that, what that is. It's, it's, it's perfect now in the energetic frame, um, in the energetics that it has right now. And it, it needs to be activated through, through your presence. All right. So I went on a few tangents here. <laughs> um, so the speaking of your truth and, and not being scared to do so, having the courage to do so. It is also like a, a muscle that needs to be exercised and practiced. You just jump into doing it and start weaving it into the way you, you practice interior design, landscape architecture, architecture, or perhaps you are someone who is a new earth visionary wanting to build a community, uh, um, a spiritual center, a wellness spa, uh, some kind of a eco village an organic farm, a big scale, high caliber project, the new blueprint, right? The sacred blueprint. It's time to, to build these visions and we need you women architects and designers to pave the way for this. It is the future. It is the future. In my previous Instagram live, I shared, I talked about how uh, we run the risk of being taken over by robots and um, not saying robots are all bad. Um, certainly not. They're very useful in, in um, various functions, but artificial intelligence and robots can certainly pull us away from our humanity in fact pulling away is a bit of a light term um strip us strip us of our humanity and turn us into empty um empty containers uh that are uh very um prone to programming and if you think about it, a lot of architects' jobs are going to be lost due to artificial intelligence. They're going to be, if they're doing all these like really detailed paintings now, they're, they're creating quote unquote art. They're for sure going to be able to start, and they probably are already, generating 3D models, right? Designs. Maybe someone, maybe uh, people are going to be able to, to give instructions, right, through their voice about what kind of house they want, and the, uh, the computer is going to generate it. But I ask you, what is the difference between a human being and a computer with artificial intelligence, a robot with artificial intelligence? Journal it. 
even if you're not an expert in artificial intelligence, you can start to pull from, you can start to uh, um, make distinctions between the two. It's kind of like, I can't believe I'm even asking this question, right? Are we, have we come this far? So how, you know, how is humanity using their powers? Are they using their powers wisely? And are you using your powers wisely? Are you using your intuitive powers in the way that, that this earth needs right now? Or are they in the closet? Are they hidden away? What about your creative force? Your luscious, juicy, sexual, creative force. Is that being repressed? What about your imagination? Are you doubting your imagination? Are you concerned about what other pe people are going to say if you share that you felt the fairies on the land? That people are going to think you're a wacko. <laughs> so the goddess at the temple of Artemis is calling you to step into your new role the role that you're meant to act out, to manifest, to, to uh, utilize, uh, step into, to build sanctuaries for, for this earth that honor the goddess, that honor your client's souls, and what they're really, really meant to um, accomplish on this earth, that honor the balance and harmony. We had a task as the ancient builders, ancient temple builders. We had a task to, to generate blueprints that emanate with, uh, with healing power. And look at the architecture now. There's so much mind, no matter how organic it looks. Uh, some are really, you know, of course, it's not all bad. Some, some projects are, are really inspiring. But tune into the energetic frequency that it emits. We need, I mean, that's one of the biggest differences between a robot and a human being. The human being has the capacity to connect with the spiritual realm and to transmit, receive the light from the angelic world, to, to, to bring that down through the body and out through the fingers and through the pencil, right? The drafting pencil, if you still, <laughs> you still draft with your, your, with a pencil, a drafting pencil, I, I don't think many people do anymore. Um, I mean, I draft also with the computer, but I do a lot of hand drawings. And 
yeah, there's, there's a, there's an energy flow that gets transmitted onto the paper that a robot cannot do. And in fact, we see a lot of digital images that are void of the human touch. I'm even noticing in these last years, if you, if you listen to music, um, like pop, like, you know, uh, mainstream music, um, notice how the human voice is being distorted by a computer and that the human voice is starting to sound like a robot in mainstream music. These are all subtle shifts that certain powers are doing to manipulate and distort and strip us away from our humanity. But when you tap into, we are not just mere human beings who have got it all wrong. We are... Um, a very, we have access to a very uh, powerful intelligence, a cosmic intelligence. And we have devolved over time, but we were creating works of architecture that had the capacity to generate energy, free energy. Eons ago or yeah, however long ago. So imagine buildings that generate free energy. And even if it's not directly free energy right now, imagine creating these spaces that emanate with so much light, abundance, and vitality that your clients' businesses are, becomes, are successful, your, their relationships uh, start to improve or improve <laughs> their health improves. And I'm not saying the darkness is a, not a part of this picture. There will always be an aspect of the dark that dual, that we are in a dualistic world. Um, but it will provide, it will, pro these spaces will provide people to, with the right tools to transmute that darkness so they can grow. We need that tension. We need it. We need that, that those poles to, to evolve. So I'm so in my joy right now from uh, broadcasting this po bo podcast from this, the ancient city of Ephesus, from this deluxe hotel that I will be hosting my two-day VIP retreats from. Uh, these, these retreats are for women architects and designers, as well as visionary leaders who are hearing the call to, to bridge spiritual wisdom with architecture and, and build blueprints that are... Um, that are the, the blueprints that are meant to be built on this planet with this, this, uh, with your spiritual gifts. And it also includes the, um, like strategy sessions from me to help you build a modality and a business 
that will enable you to to generate um, really good money while living your joy, while um, expressing yourself in the way that you want to be, that you want to express yourself, rather than being stuck in front of the computer at an office uh, the entire week, right? Um, what is your unique signature energy uh, modality? And we're going to discover that. And you will also discover what the, you know, the, the keys and codes that, that are meant for you to receive when we tour these ancient sites, particularly the Temple of Artemis. This is an initiation, women. It's an initiation into a new dimension of being. And we're going to both you're going to open you're going to unleash your intuition and explore um, other dimensions of yourself that you didn't even know existed and we're going to gather all those pieces it's like a treasure hunt through this these ancient sites i'm going to be touring you personally guiding you through these temples and we're going to gather all that information and bring it down into a solid business plan, a solid system. Now, of course, in two days, you know, it's not going to be like what I provide in my six month and one year one on one mentoring program, but you'll get a good, uh, you'll get a good foundation for this work for your for your new way. Plus, you're going to love this retreat center. It is deluxe. It is beautiful. It's an amazing pool. And it's so quiet. It's so peaceful. And it's going to enable you to, to really retreat and take a look at your life, where you're at, and help so that you, you make wise decisions for your, your future. Stop being the victim. Stop blaming others. Stop running on this hamster wheel, this, this, this repetitive, these repetitive patterns that no longer serve you. Heal your body, rest, rejuvenate. and discover what your truth is or bring it out rather. So I'm so excited to, to be opening the doors for this very unique opportunity. Doors are open for the month of May, June, September, October, and November, 2023. I have an application form, which is currently um, on my link tree um, I'm putting together the program details, um, but I will 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 also add it in the in this uh, in the description section of the YouTube video as well as the the podcast episode. So, or PM me, send me an email if uh, this resonates. If you if you hear the call and. Uh, 
let's get on a phone call and uh, get you over here. <laughs> it's stunning. It is so stunning. And right now, if you can make it right away, you'll be able to see the, the beautiful blooming of spring. Um, so fall is also beautiful too. All right, beauties. I got to hit the road. I'm meeting up with some beautiful uh, souls at the ancient city. Got to pack up my stuff and uh, get going. So was amazing to serve you again today and see you next time. Bye. Thank you for tuning into the new Earth Architectress. It's my intention to inspire more women architects and designers to come out of hiding and unleash their intuitive powers to lead a prospering design practice aligned with spirit and their divine calling while making a powerful impact on earth. If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to subscribe, leave a five-star review on iTunes and share this episode with women who you know are feeling the nudges to take the big leap and bridge spirit with design. You can find out more about me and the New Earth Architect Dress Movement by visiting AishaRoseMelodyHassan.com. Until next time, gule gule.